0: Coming at you from Merrimack, New Hampshire, I'm Brendan.
1: And I'm Mike, co founder of Abel Ebenezer Brewing Company.
0: Each week we have a beer and a good time keeping the discussion on the lighter side. This is the Stimulus Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Stimulus Podcast. I'm Brendan, with me as always is Mike, and we're here with our good friend, Ryan Gagney Hall. How are you doing today, man?
2: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Good. So actually, I got us a a four-pack of Mass Landing Brewing. It's called Sports and Leisure. It's a double dry-hopped IPA.
1: Nice. Dude, you love those double dry-hopped IPAs, don't you?
0: (laughs) There's something about double dry-hopped IPAs that I love and New England IPAs. Maybe I'm just a New England IPA or IPA fan. They're just delicious beers. I just
2: like the way they make me feel, but no, I'm (laughs) Where is Mass Landing?
1: It's in uh, Westbrook, Maine. (laughs) Everyone knows that, dude. Yeah.
0: Everyone knows that now.
1: (laughs) Now they do. But uh, so, Ryan, here at Stimulus, we like to do a would you rather question, just to kind of get to know each other, start to feel us out. So we know you're a musician. Yep. So would you rather be a famous singer or bring back your favorite singer who has passed away?
2: Oh, oh, I'd bring, I'd, Oh, well, I see this, you're probably going to ask me a follow-up question. I would bring back (laughs) my favorite singer. Really? Yeah. Who's your favorite singer? Oh, see, and that's the follow-up question. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess in this case, if I had to bring, if I had to bring one person back, I'd bring back Chris Cornell. Okay. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Chris Cornell.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was I think uh I think it was I think it was sad when he when he passed away. I think that uh the musical community lost a huge a huge influence and uh man, he had like so many more years of great music to like write in like any direction he could have gone into. So
0: Did, How old was he when he died? Do you know? I think was was he was 50. Okay. Right right around 50 anyway. See, I would have brought back Michael Jackson.
2: Yeah, he's on the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just cuz so in episode 2 we talked about it about Michael Jackson and if you could take him like out of his traumatic childhood and upbringing, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a famous musician or let him just live the life he had mm-hmm. and he you know, came out with all his music, which one would you choose? I said, sorry little Michael, you're gonna be abused because I love your music so much and the world would be hurt. <laughs> yeah, the I saved would- the
1: child. <laughs> like my my stance is you just save the kids
2: like,
0: which like, yeah. I, I, I thought about it i'm kind of fucked up for saying that but
2: would I'm, the music have been written if if it wasn't written by michael no. no no we wouldn't mm-hmm. have a, that's hard to imagine yeah
1: it, it is. is
0: that's what i said i'm like what would a world be like without a thriller
1: i just feel like if you're you know at that stance and you're just kind of like okay like Here's like the collection of his music, and then it's like, and then this kid's gonna get abused. I'm just like, all right. Like, well, yeah, I feel but, like that's a no brainer. You know, like, if it was
2: lined up like that, that's that's yeah. an easy one. Yeah,
0: but still, you <laughs> wouldn't have any Michael Jackson music ever.
2: Well, you wouldn't know it if it was gone. You wouldn't know, like, if it never happened, you wouldn't know that it was gone. I guess is what I'm saying. You know, and there would be something else that was just amazing, or there would be, you know, some other maybe not quote unquote the king of pop, but there would be somebody else that you know would have taken. That role in the musical community. Well, I feel
1: like if you're <laughs> the decision maker for that, then you know what is missed out. It's yeah. like that um it was the movie about it's like a UK movie. Okay. It's like Let It Be or something like that. Or um it's basically the guy passes out or something like that when he wakes up, no one knows who the Beatles are except oh, for him. i heard of him. And this. he's a musician. And, he
2: and so he starts playing, playing all their the songs. And they think he's coming up with it and writing it. Yeah that's an interesting concept yeah yeah I, I haven't seen it though
0: i need to look this up now because oh that it's sounds a great crazy. Movie.
1: yeah i don't know like me personally i feel like i'd rather be a famous singer though probably yeah, because i you? can't sing because yeah. i know
2: you can sing yeah i mean i would love to be a, a, a famous singer sure you know like i would love to sing as like like a career you know what i mean yeah like that'd be totally fucking rad that'd be awesome but but i mean i don't know yeah I mean I, I don't know That's a tough question <laughs>
0: Well that's what I said to Mike too I was like man As much as I'd want to be You know famous It'd be cool to bring back My favorite artist Yeah like, It'd just be cool to like cause Like what
2: would make me happier Well like I even being said Being famous and having the burden You know Or like right. Bringing back your favorite singer and...
0: Well cause the other thing too I was thinking about Is like I never got to see Michael Jackson live Yeah That would like I heard his shows Like I know I keep bringing up Michael But I heard his shows Were <laughs> out of this world cool just like the way he danced, moved, yeah. sang. You can't, like, there's, you can't really beat that. He had the whole entendre. Performance artist. Yeah, kinda, exactly. Yeah,
2: I get that.
1: Oh, so while we are talking about it, I just looked up the movie. It's called Yesterday. Yesterday. So good. Yeah, just it's like awesome. Yeah, everyone watched Yesterday. It's just a feel-good movie, especially if you like music. Goes to sleep, wakes up. No one's heard of the Beatles except for him, so he starts just recreating all the songs from memory. Awesome well, movie.
0: When did that come out? like three years ago two years ago i feel like i miss pop culture such a good movie (laughs) like i just feel like it just blows by me i'm like so about social media but i don't not hip to pop culture
1: yeah well i mean going back to music yeah what's new on the music scene i haven't seen you play in a while i know half of that's my fault because we (laughs) closed down the music at (laughs) April, but
2: well yeah well that was fine i was i was gonna play a gig here back in april and, and then the state shut down because of COVID. And then I was going to play here for an event just a couple of weeks ago, but it was, it was during that cold spell. And so it, it, you guys had to make an indoor event oh, right? and, it, and that right. was the day or the day before, two days before the state said, you know, open the doors to, for single artists to come in. So we just missed each other kind of on both sides of COVID so far.
1: Dude, the state's been, I mean, I know it's unprecedented, mm-hmm. but you know, lately I, I get all these emails even about karaoke. It's like you can't oh. karaoke, or now they just change it where you can karaoke outside, well, but like, everyone has to bring their own saying, microphones. And yeah, you're just that's like, the oh thing. my gosh, like how, how am I getting emails from the state about karaoke specific <laughs> memos? I'm like, what is going on? Like, who like caused so much like crap to the state of like we need to like issue there was a bar.
2: I don't, I can't remember which bar right now, but there was definitely a bar. Uh, my wife would tell you, but that was shut down they they i think it was in nashua and they had like karaoke and they had like a full bar and it was karaoke all night and then they got fined you know they got fined i think like a couple thousand bucks because they were like you know like their argument was well it's a single person at a time you know like we're in we're in the guidelines but like everybody's sharing the same microphone and it's just obviously you know it's just not clean yeah if I'm I mean, trying could, to not spread a virus, I just feel you know. like there's
1: probably an easy workaround of hey, we cycle through three microphones and you spray some yeah, lysol on something. it or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean like put a, strippers put use pot. the put same pole. Do, I mean yeah. it's like that's never been a problem. Yeah you know it's just probably not good for the microphone get some Lysol wipes it's karaoke so. yeah.
0: <laughs> who cares maybe a it's pop filter probably not filter? happy with it's life anyway <laughs> that's what pop filters are for yeah <laughs> I mean half saying, the people literally.
1: there need it anyway it's like hey yeah, karaoke, don't get so close to br- the mic
2: you Bring out saw- a pop filter
0: <laughs> I mean you as Brian so would bad? tell you though m- most times seeing into a microphone your mouth isn't inside the the mic isn't inside uh, your mouth I,
2: I drool on my microphone <laughs> I lick it <laughs> My whiskers hit it. I I tongue it. I, I, my microphone is a disgusting piece. Are you of serious? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah. So I can kind of do what I want, but that just tends to happen. Like, like sometimes. I mean, it's not so much like doing the acoustic stuff, but
0: uh, I guess it depends what what kind of mic you're using too. If you're using yeah. a performance mic or if you're using one of those studio mics. Yeah, that's,
1: that's actually interesting. So I'm really into the musical <laughs> Hamilton. I swear to God, I am. And uh, Disney Plus, <laughs> they they put it out where uh it's like the live action thing and they brought back the original uh king the guy who played the king in it okay and um everyone is being like oh he he like went insane maybe that's why the performer is spitting all the time and i saw an interview after and he's like no i'm just the spitter when i sing i was like are you serious that's a thing he's like i just it just comes out and that's just how i do it and so you're like that's, that's yeah i, like, I, I mess up my time, microphone yeah. i'm like i'm
2: just picturing this guy you're just like spitting all over this thing Well, sometimes i'll like sing like a really long note or like sing really high or something so or i'm out of breath you know what i mean like that happens like, you know what i mean and like you don't have time to like swallow what's in your mouth but your mouth is open like i sing like <laughs> a dog eats
0: <laughs> your wife must love you <laughs> that's <true. laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, thankfully yeah. she does this yeah. is why I you don't want to be a famous uh, singer now yeah. it makes sense
0: like here's ryan gagney hall's performance drooling on stage
2: this is ryan singing and this is ryan drooling
0: <laughs> so, well I, I think a little background into the music though is because you you've been playing music your whole life yeah this isn't a new you know new thing yep you're 86 years old or however old you Almost. are at this point just no but you started off as actually uh it was viola viola uh it
2: was the uh, it was a violin
0: violin okay i knew it was something like that
2: yeah i played the I, i'm the youngest of four i got three siblings and they all i my parents had a routine for them and so i was just born into this routine mm-hmm. and playing the violin was part of that routine so I started taking like lessons when I was like four and uh, I did that for about 14 years. And then I kind of, I would switched over to the viola in high school and like all state and stuff like that. And then I started taking lessons for that and went to college for a year on that. Uh, but then I also got into like singing jazz. I did jazz all state and that Wait, kind of stuff. What's and, the difference between a violin and a viola? Well, you play it the same, but the viola is a little bit bigger and okay. like they have four strings, but the viola has, it's like one string lower. So, the violin is one string higher and the viola is one string lower. So, you play the saxophone? Is it
1: just like a different, like a alto? And then next up is like tenor and then the the baritone. Yep. Which one did you play? I played the alto. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, one of five kids. And same kind of thing. My mom was just like, you just have to do something. Yeah. Pick pick an instrument or something. Yeah. So, we always start with uh, piano. So, instead of the violin. Yeah. And I just couldn't practice. And then. You know, once you get the, you know, middle school, high school, then they have the the band you can go to, so it's not just the neighbor's house, Right. but same thing, I I was terrible at practicing. (laughs) Sounds
0: about right, yeah, same with me, I've played violin for growing up and i just never practiced and i thought i'd still get better and i didn't yeah just enough where like (laughs) i can can still
1: sort of read it if i took
2: a crash course that's cool
1: though you know it's definitely a good skill to know and just you know knowing the scale and yep you know things like that so yeah
2: i can't wait for my kids to start like picking an instrument to play and and you Know because we'll let him choose kind of his, his pick of the lot, he'll have this pick of the lot, but uh, does your kid have to choose an instrument? No, he doesn't. Oh, okay, he, he can, but I mean, he's gonna do something like you know, he'll we're gonna offer him whatever sport he wants to do too, you know, nice. eventually, but uh, he doesn't have to do anything, but but he does have to do something. I never, I never force him to play the guitar or the violin just because I did, or just because I want him to, or whatever, you know, right. but him discovering that that would be cool
1: so i have a question so since you're a relatively new parent yeah you know coming up when we grew up playing video games that was like get outside go do something that doesn't count so if your kid is like hey i want to be a professional gamer (laughs) like
2: does that have legitimacy to you now yeah no i mean (laughs) you're
1: like yeah (laughs) no it doesn't
2: at this point in his life he can be whatever he wants to be but uh he's not even two so but the way he's chances are he's not going to end up down a video game kind of lifestyle i was i was you kind already of, know that from one and a half or <laughs> you already choose i was raised like without video games i was raised really strangely i mean based on my friends and the people around me you know and uh but my parents had like good morals and good ideas and good concepts you know generally uh, But. <laughs> But like the only video games I played were at my friend's houses and I, I freaking loved it. You know what I mean? Like it was awesome, but that's, but that's it. And there would be a rare occasion where like my friends were allowed to bring something over to my place, you know, for a play date or something. So, but like Finn, like I don't, he can play video games. I I have video game systems, you know, they're not out right now, but I have them. I own them. I like it. I'm a, I'm a fucking kid, you know? Right. Yeah. But, you know he's he's definitely going to spend a lot of his time outside or he's at least going to be in activities of sports or music or social things as well as you know if he wants to do you know 30 minutes of something that's fine but yeah right i don't know it'll be regimented like into his schedule i think that's right <laughs> but honestly just be dedicated if, if he gets wicked addicted or like like goes off to his friend's houses and does all these things that i used to do when you know i wasn't at home my parents didn't know about like i can only imagine he's gonna be just as implicit as i am or i was so if he does that that's fine and if that turns him into a gamer that's fine as long as he fucking pays his rent yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're 10 now, boy. You're making money playing video games. Pay your rent to <laughs> <or> your dad. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> well, I actually, so I the, little backtrack too. I met Ryan and Mike, obviously, you met Ryan through Abel. Right. But it was, a, you were just playing a gig here with, I think, Peter Fogarty. Yeah. That was your little duo. Yeah, yeah
1: the band was called Peter Fogarty, right?
2: Yeah, it was a, a combination of our middle names.
1: Oh, okay. I've always yeah. wondered that. Yep. Uh, right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: And ironically, Ryan's a Fogarty. I'm a Fogarty. He's a Fogarty. Nice. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. Still.
2: Oh, it means uh, like uh, like banishment. It's, it's an old, you know, Irish term of. Really. Like you're 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 banished. <laughs> oh, you nice. It's like the Irish version of Ishmael.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So Peter Fogarty definitely <laughs> wasn't your first. Band no, no. or gig or anything? Could, like, could you tell us a little about your yeah your past and bands or?
2: Sure, I guess uh, where
0: the future holds.
2: Well, I've I've always so when I I've been playing like the electric bass I learned when I was sixteen and I I was joined a band in high school when I was sixteen and I was in like three different bands throughout high school and uh, that was kind of fun and then after that uh, one of them continued for a little bit and then I joined another band. And it was more like rock and like heavier rock. And so I've, I've done like a ton of, you know, performances on the bass and singing and, you know, rhythm guitar and all that stuff. And, and it never really done that much acoustic. So the acoustic stuff was just, that was a brand new thing for me, you know. And that was kind of fun. It, uh, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just, I'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> so would you rather do a live performance or is it better to in like a studio type setting oh, i love i love both yeah.
2: i'm i'm mostly like comfortable and at home like personally in a studio um that's where i feel like is my my living room you know yeah but i love performing i was a performance major that the one year that i did go to college and uh and a performance major what does that mean like i was going from a bachelor's in music performance on, uh, okay. on, on the viola at the time oh okay but um but that's you've never been doing. to
0: guitar guitarhub.com <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> keyword performance
0: <laughs> no, it's live not. performance <laughs>
2: like A subsection, so I love, I, so I love performing too. Basically, is what yeah. I'm saying, and it's different though because it's I usually get He's nervous, a cam model so. on Guitar Hub, yeah. So, yeah
0: <laughs> no, but it's cool because, like, you know, people probably don't know about me, or unless you know me, that I like producing music, right? Yeah, I, I make beats, I make songs a little different than the live aspect of playing a real instrument, you know, but or I guess I play keys and yeah, you, you know, do. drum pads and all that stuff, but. Ryan and I have been working on an album for the past four years. <laughs> no, three. Well,
2: maybe four, but only two of those but four But only two years. of those four. <laughs> we took a big hiatus because
0: you had a kid and life and life happened to me. And yeah. so we've, we've taken this break, but we're actually coming back together yep. to work on this this album as well. I mean, Tonight. you should expand a little bit on that about the yeah.
2: Well, so that was actually that's been a cool chapter for me musically because I haven't uh, done anything like that. Like I haven't sung over, you know, beats that somebody else you know created, uh, and you know, not not in that way. I've always worked with just live instruments, you know, guys in a studio or just you know yourself in a studio, you know, with a guitar or whatever. So that was kind of fun, uh, and especially the kind of music too uh, was more of just like a genre that cuz you and I you actually are pretty well versed w- with music you like a lot of different things but I think Definitely. you prefer to listen to you know uh music that's popular nowadays where like as I am I'm more old school and I'm 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 older obviously than you and Still and I'm a lot it. a lot more <laughs> <laughs> set in my ways right. especially with musical you know flavors so so for me to like join like that it's, it was you know it reminds me of it kind of reminds me of uh how Tom Morello did the Atlas Underground album, yep. um, which was like EDM, and Tom Morello, like is a guitarist for Rage Against the Machine, you know, yep. uh, and an and activist and all that stuff. But he, uh, he, he didn't really like EDM. He never really liked it. He hated it. So what he did was he challenged himself and kind of got together with all these the best of the best kind of EDM, you know, musicians, and came out with this album. And it's definitely way different than what we're doing. But for me, like, it's similar for me to I kind of do something and with a genre of music that I have, I have nothing really. No business being there, and so I have a lot of fun doing it. And the coolest thing is, I get to like—I still get to write lyrics and melodies, and it's just a fun way of expressing yourself.
0: No, exactly. So it's kind of funny because, like Ryan's saying, he's more this old school, more in the like hard rock, like rock or yeah. jazz, even totally. like that type. Rock, rock jazz, And, and I'm classical. making yeah. more hip hop, yeah. R and B, maybe style beats, or so even it's even good. a little bit of not EDM, but the electronic style of music. And let's just put it this way, everyone. If you've never heard Ryan sing before, this dude has pipes. Like, he, so, like, just just a little story for you. I was painting with him, because Ryan's also a painter. It's what you do for a living, you know, besides yep. making music. Yep. Um, and we're in this big apartment building thing. All the walls are still wide open. They're still working on it. Oh, I remember And that. he just starts busting out Hallelujah, the song. And I'm just sitting there, like feeling like I'm in heaven right now because it was so majestic and good. Like, because it was echoing off all these. Like, am I in church right now? I like was almost like started to cry. I'm like, you're gonna need to stop if you want me to paint. Like, all right, like I can't concentrate.
2: (laughs) It was it was Ave Maria.
0: Oh oh, no, it was Ave Maria. That's what it was. (laughs) I knew it was one of those two. I was like, Hallelujah, yeah. But it's just like if you've never heard that, you have to have. pretty strong pipes to hit those notes. I'm just
1: picturing Brendan like the Shawshank Redemption <laughs> thing where it's like
2: I don't even know I don't even want to know what the words are like
1: <laughs>
0: that's just how up. I felt. It not was. Even
2: kidding for one second you turned into a unicorn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just like for a brief moment I thought there was a unicorn in the room
1: there's just paint everywhere
0: <laughs> Ryan's pissed after the song he's like why the hell is there paint all over the floor Brendan I'm like I don't know I started spilling everything he's like it's all over you was <laughs> a great moment of my life uh, and that's the last time I worked with Ryan <laughs> it never came back yeah it never came back
2: no, but, this,
0: but 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 the the painting part of it too it's just like so because you're a musician and not every musician makes money like yeah, right, right off their music right. besides i mean you were doing gigs and making money obviously at yeah different places but how how did how did you get into painting?
2: I got into painting cuz my older brother uh was a painter. Uh he gra- he's 9 years older than me. He graduated from from BU with a, a psychology degree. But when he was there in college, he worked for a company called Student Painters at the time, and he was, like, <clears throat> really wildly successful within the company. And so he kind of left college, and he started his own painting company, and he did his own thing. And so when I was in high school and growing up, you know, like, in the summertime, I'd work with him and all that stuff. And then when I when I dropped out of college, I worked for him full time. And, and like, you know, basically my all, all of my 20s, I spent trying to, you know, I was in and out of different bands and trying to kind of, you know, quote, unquote, make it as a musician and but during that time I would hold different jobs, odds and ends, but I would always paint, you know, like I could always just call my bro for a job. And so that's how I started. And that's how I learned. And then, you know, I kind of just started doing my own thing in the summer of 2014 and now it's just turned into, that's what I do. That's what What I've been doing now. Do you like doing it? I do. I do like it. I'm I'm good at it. And I, I have really good customers and I meet really, really great people. Yeah, my wife and I got married on a property in Pembroke in this beautiful barn. And, you know, the, the people who own the property are like really good friends of, of ours now. But I originally met him just because he needed a painter and somebody happened to recommend me. Hmm. And that was actually in 2014 when I started. That was one of my first jobs.
1: That's pretty awesome. It's interesting how stuff like that happens. Yeah, actually, yeah. uh, one of my wife's uh, best friends, uh, husband, wife, they had like two. Uh, young kids and at the time she had just graduated school for interior design which is what she does now but her one of her first jobs outside of school was working at crate and barrel just doing sales and she was the only customer service person that wanted to deal with the family she's like yeah i'll take them and you know they're like we're redoing our whole house and you know basically just you know, steered them in the right direction. They loved her so much. They asked her to do design stuff for them. And then now they're like best friends. Like they invited us to Mexico like a couple of years ago. That's cool. Things like that. And <laughs> so it's like, you never know, you know, it's yeah, totally. You know, I think people just get connected to other people and it doesn't really matter what the setting is. It's like, you know, you like someone or you don't like them, you know, yeah. like who cares? It's like if you painted their barn or if you sold them like a freaking yeah. barrel
2: couch, that's what I love about it. I've definitely met a lot of, of great people. And so, and, and, I've never like paid for advertising, you know, like all of my businesses referrals. So it's nice. either people I know personally or someone that, you know, that we, we both know somebody personally. And then usually I end up getting to know them personally. You know, yeah. it's, it's just kind of cool. It works out.
1: That's interesting. So on the topic of my wife who does mm-hmm. interior design, she is always a little gun shy about doing residential stuff mm-hmm. just because people don't really know exactly what they want, yeah. but they have this idea in their head and yeah. obviously i'm sure it takes a lot of legwork because you you kind of have to foresee what they want even though they don't really know how to ask for it does that happen a lot with painting houses is uh, someone like like no. you paint a house and someone's like i don't like it
2: <laughs> no not usually i mean the, the the only thing i really have to deal with is like someone choosing a color mm. you know what i mean like i don't change much of anything else like i don't I, you know
1: when you say I, that like i was designing like beer cans and i like Studied the color green for like two weeks. Like, it drove me insane. Like I was gonna lose my mind.
0: <laughs> well, I think to Ryan <laughs> I think to Ryan's point about the color thing, though, is we're also talking to a colored blind painter
1: you're colorblind yeah um, what is with you and then you
0: like (laughs) hired a colorblind person yeah is it called colorblind
1: painters like
0: what is your thing called and then he hires me he's like hey which green looks better i'm like i have no clue everything's brown
1: (laughs) um we're gonna go with the earthy
0: look
2: guys
0: (laughs) they're like does this look good we're like yeah it looks the same (laughs) i've
2: never i've never led anybody astray like so because i've been doing this a long time i've had a lot of experiences all right. <laughs> oh so gosh, now, now I I never I always let the customer just kind of choose a color. I I don't necessarily hide that I'm colorblind, but I don't always tell everybody. And yeah. I won't tell you if I don't think that you can handle it, you know, cuz some people are really like some people are just really confused about that. Right. And it turns them off. Right. I don't know. I Wait, mean, what colors can't you see? I get colors confused. So, oh, okay. lights and shades play a big trick on me, but like um like blues and purples, you know, sometimes or hmm. um even reds reds <laughs> you, you, you know what you're trying to say
0: <laughs> so reds and purples like, and blues like, you tell me
2: where to put Greens this and or i'll put it there and, yeah, yeah basically yeah basically
0: hmm. well it's even sometimes though what <laughs> i know what i notice with colors that confuse me sometimes when i'm painting a wall i'm like looking at ryan i'm like all right you kind of have to go by the stroke almost like you know when you're you're doing a wall for me mm-hmm. you can tell where you've painted mm mm-hmm based off the shade or the light it's because, that bad well f- on certain on certain colors because oh, if you're okay. doing a, a color you're a, a color change to a color that's very similar or like a like yeah a, or for if me, you're doing yeah. like
2: just a, like a recoat of the same color like sometimes like, oh, as no. you're putting it on it's hard to tell like where you just stopped because it
0: it it looks identical
2: oh interesting
0: so you'll be even like edging like i'll i'll, I'll be like oh wait
2: and you're to look at a different angle to turn so the light it so oh, You off of it And then you're like, oh, yeah. They're, they're right.
0: like, oh, that part's wet. Like, because you can t- you can still see where wet paint and dry light, paint is. But lighting I mean, and shading is wild, man. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> but it's true. I'm just gonna, like, fuck
1: with you. I'm like, Ryan, didn't you already paint this part? I was like, I did it four times, dude. <laughs> no, it's true. Funny, like, it keeps painting the same side of the house.
0: Well, it's even, the, I mean, my, it, it has nothing to do with color, but even, like, when I was painting a ceiling for the first time, you're going back and forth. And you're painting the ceiling just white again yeah it's it would be That's like tough. that you're like uh, where muscle memory line where's the mm-hmm. wetness on the ceiling because you can get confused even as you go down a whole line like you you call you, like you'd call me out you'd be like oh dude like hey it looks great but you missed a little mm-hmm. like a little strip right here mm-hmm. or whatever because you you're just not sure all the time because you can't see the way the lighting is like on a ceiling so it's the same as a color on a wall for colorblind people. Interesting.
1: <laughs> do you have a TikTok account? No. Oh, dude. Those <laughs> painter guys, they kill it on freaking TikTok. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I could I just, I just, could watch people paint with like, the spray <laughs> guns and do drywall all day. That's cool. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to have it anymore. You know. <laughs> Thanks, Donald. Yeah. Thanks right? for protecting my <laughs> That's phone. That's a
0: huge success. <laughs> I know. I know. There's a lot of security sometimes, uh.
1: but whatever. I just want to see my drywall on painters. That's it.
0: <laughs> no, it's true, but you aren't on social media
2: well okay so here's the deal <laughs> I, I i wasn't able to get into my old facebook account because i i had to change the password and then i couldn't remember what to change it to and i can't access the old email because it's like ancient
0: thanks a lot zuckerberg
2: so i did start another facebook all right i'm not gonna say what it is but <laughs> i started another facebook and it's great i have like Like, you know, 100 friends instead of like 1,500. It's great. It's fantastic. Thanks for having me. So, you know, all your friends? I do. That must be nice. And I haven't, I haven't, like, really, I've only friend requested a couple people, but I'm just kind of letting myself get discovered again, like, naturally, you know? And I haven't started an Instagram yet, another one. I have Snapchat. I'm on Snapchat.
0: That's true. We do Snap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I must be too old for that. So, (laughs) I think Ryan's older than you. Yeah, I think so.
1: Oh, really? Oh, maybe I have to get back to Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) Damn
0: it. Dude, Snapchat is great though. I mean it's it's you, obviously it's a little promiscuous like if you're in the younger generation probably, but oh, I, I don't know about that. I, well, I, I yeah. used to or send each older, other pics all the time. Yeah. No, um, well, oh, that that yeah. kind of well, I mean, No, now I all I see is your son and I can't send you a weird <laughs> picture back after yeah, like No, you okay. That be yeah. fine. <laughs> it's, it's normally me just being like see a Chug. send a Chug." that's
2: pretty just, much what i use it for actually i just take snaps of finn while mary's working and then i send it to her so that she can see what he's up to and you know she loves that and it helps her get through her shift and stuff so oh, that's, that's cute it's, yeah.
0: well um, and it's cool too because i was telling mike i was like your wife actually she's the manager of two share brewing yeah and our it wasn't the last episode two episodes ago yeah we had jenny and aaron on nice wonderful people. Oh,
2: they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. And
0: I mean, you were the one who introduced me to two share actually.
2: Yeah. So at at the time we kind of live right around two shares location. And, uh, and Mary was pregnant at the time that they opened up. And so she was just kind of like spending a lot of time on her phone and she was discovering that this brewery was opening up and she was really interested. So we went on opening day. I got a flight. And I described every beer to her, basically, because she wasn't <laughs> drinking, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then like that, she told became... you what colors they were. <laughs> she, she did. She did. <laughs> oh, you guys are adorable. Oh, I love that. <laughs> is this a stout or a cream ale?
0: Like, I can't tell. I That's can't right. tell.
2: This color is blonde, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but we we started like going there all the time because we had a really young child, an infant, you know, and and but we're beer people we've always been beer people her especially she's got a palate for beer she's she's really got a flavor for it a taste for it and she kind of deserves to to be in a brewery you know so i kind of have always felt that way for her and and finally she's she's had that chance now with with two share so it was her that got us in there and then we became friends with aaron and jenny because they're incredibly friendly and and just kind
1: yeah they're awesome
2: you know and Mm
1: -hmm. um do you go crazy for uh vinyl night or are
2: you not a vinyl person oh no i i I've, yeah, I've bought vinyls for aaron oh, okay. <laughs> yeah Vine, yeah I, yeah I, I can i can bring my vinyl in anytime they'll play it for me yeah i get the <laughs>
1: i get the hook up there. so what's the thing with vinyl <laughs> does it like actually sound better or is it just the it's
2: nostalgic just nostalgic that's what i think like you have to listen yeah, to the, I,
1: you have to listen to the whole thing you can't well, just listen to I, a song i
2: kind of like that that's one thing that's like you know my wife would say that's a snobby musician thing but and mm. it, it probably is but I do, there's something about, you know, you don't read a book and jump around chapters or anything, you know, it's something about like an album, like having the story being told from start to finish. And I've always kind of felt that album should be recorded like that, you know, as opposed to even just putting out an album and having like two songs that you know are going to be singles and then everything else is just kind of thrown on there. Like, I feel like it should be some sort of artistic, you know, Hmm. integrity to it. So when, when you're forced to listen to it like that, there's something kind of fun about that The trap
0: (laughs) no it's true though because that's what you taught me because i'm the i'm the type person i just like popular music i do i like the the top 40 top 100 like just good singles and then ryan was like hey but the difference is when you're making an album you're telling a a full story so you so i started listening to music by the full album like i I think Mm -hmm. a tribe called quest Ryan turned me on to their new album or this was a couple years ago but right. it blew my mind listening to it front to back and there's songs in there that obviously I was like I'm like oh, not the biggest fan of but listening to the transitions from track one to two to three you notice more that they actually put a lot of effort into the ends and beginnings of songs oh, yeah, like where the radio in. cuts off.
2: Yeah, right, exactly.
0: So they actually, like, it, it's a smooth, like, a good album has a smooth transition through songs hmm. where you almost think it's still the same song playing. And you can hear that, you know, it's starting into a new song, but it, it, it's transitioned so well, you don't know when that first song ended and the next one started. Yeah.
1: You know, that, that's kind of interesting. So full disclosure i download songs by the song you know sometimes i'll do a full album but generally not and um but it's interesting because i like making playlists though and when i make a playlist i kind of do it with the you know it's going to start off with this tone and then it kind of builds and then it drops off a little bit and then it kind of like ends but you know emotionally there it's like this kind of roller coaster or this you know trail and it's i don't know it's like very purposeful yeah And it's i guess it's kind of the same i never thought yeah. about it that way so maybe, it is maybe i should start listening to more albums
2: <laughs> I, I, I used to do that when i was you know in junior high and high school like we, like we would mix tapes we would burn yeah well the, i was younger for tapes but we would burn cds mm-hmm. you know and i would make you know a mix, it used to be a mixtape, it was, but you now it was a mixed CD basically. But then you, but I would do it the same way like I would have mm-hmm. it with intent of starting it off a certain way and then going somewhere and then and then ending. That's funny, you said that. Yeah,
0: what's the same with me like making a song? Because, like, my, my biggest thing when I first started producing beats or you know, starting to make music, the thing I'd heard like I'd hear from people who are close to me and actually gave me real feedback, not just like that's dope. It was like, hey, like, look, NASCAR is cool like <laughs> it, you know watching cars turn left all day that's great some people <laughs> like that but more people like roller coasters you have to like give a like a you know a dramatic entrance and then have the drop and then have another hill and then you know make it round out smooth you don't want to just hear like, da-na-na-na, like the same kind yeah, of totally. pattern and beat over and over again like vocals can make a difference to it when you're listening to a beat, if it's the same thing every eight bars or sixteen bars, it it's like, alright, like, man, that sixteen bars is awesome. But when's yeah, it yeah. gonna change? That left turn was great. Not knocking NASCAR. <laughs> I'm sorry, like for anyone who likes NASCAR. I think you are. There, are, you like, like, are you a like, yeah. NASCAR
1: fan? I'm not, no. Yeah, no. I just
0: like I don't understand the like the like Alright and driver's on the fourth lap and he's still turning left. <laughs>
2: just 467 <laughs> laps to go uh, it's a beautiful day here in drink your bush <laughs> lights that's really what it's about
0: have yeah. another bush laps
1: it means i can have 11 more beers <laughs> yeah <I can. laughs> the only person that can make nascar cool was tom cruise and days of thunder so i'm just so, gonna leave that
2: right there
0: he's a big tom cruise guy right
2: so, how could you not be well scientology maybe but. Whoa! <laughs> easy. Just oh, I,
0: know, I like the business side
1: of tom cruise i personally it's I think I actually, I can stay personal
2: i like tom cruise as an actor i think is an awesome actor i'm not familiar with that movie but oh, it, i awesome. i really like him it's the yeah.
1: same guy that did uh, top gun tony scott oh okay oh. Yeah. all
2: right
1: yep right after top gun he did days of thunder no way probably right. doesn't hold up got a feeling mm. but <laughs> it's pretty cool
0: we can so, have the Tom Cruise, Shia LaBeouf, Johnny Depp argument another time. All right. To,
1: to <laughs> all these movie recommendations you guys got yesterday with the Beatles, Great. Yours. Days of Thunder. Now, <laughs> man, just, you guys are getting gems here. You guys are getting gems.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, on good recommendations, is this Mass Landing beer a good recommendation? I like this a lot. It's called yeah.
1: Sports
2: and Leisure. Uh,
1: that yeah. sounds nice. Uh, yeah, I like
2: that. It's confusing, but I do like it because I like sports. I like sports. I think it's supposed to watch sports leisurely. I think I these guess. are colors. Like what NASCAR. They're... Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you right. wouldn't be sporting <laughs> while being leisure. That wouldn't make sense. This feels like a high-end NASCAR
1: beer. <laughs> <laughs> and for you high-end NASCAR fans. That's right. And for the
2: bonus point, can you guys tell me what leisure. these colors are? Oh, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I can. You want to know? Let's I hear it. I need the right lighting. So we got like a dark green. Could be brown. And then it goes to a a lighter green (laughs) which also could be brown definitely green. and then like a really light green and then it's like a yellow and orange and i'm pretty sure that's purple but it might be a dark blue
1: it's a blue yeah i think it's supposed to be like the mountains and then the the beach and then the water yeah Yeah. that's very
2: very romantic Uh,
1: different shades of brown
0: 50 it's th- shades it's three, of gray. Three
1: different shades of green, though, right? <laughs> That's right. This is why Brendan wears uh, bright colored shirts. Yeah, people are not <laughs> really sure. Dude,
0: people all the time, they're like, because he thinks <laughs> they're all brown. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people be like, why are you wearing those colors together? I'm like, I thought it looked great. <laughs> didn't even notice i'm like all right that makes more sense now i know not to wear these two clothes together anymore you're Kimmy, like... stop everyone's like is that why kimmy dresses you when you go out yeah like, my yes, wife dresses is that... me dude yeah, Every, I, like
2: she lets me get dressed it's such a waste of freaking time right she lets me get dressed and then and i know as i'm doing it like oh, she's not kind of like this part of it and then sure enough she's like but are you gonna wear that shirt or could you mm-hmm. or, yeah. or you know with the bandanas and the mask and everything i don't think that goes with what you're wearing yeah you know, but she does know better than me. I have zero style. Dude, and zero wives are really good about ability. that stuff. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are not, not, to, always not to right about leader. it, though. Yeah,
0: that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Soon to be wife. She's she's pretty good about that so far with me. That's
2: right. You're engaged.
0: I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, thanks.
0: I know. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna be like you guys soon. You yeah. know, yeah. big big men in this world. <laughs> yeah. We got engaged, married, married with kids. Our kid.
1: Yeah. Are you guys gonna have kids? Uh, I'm not sure. But we have a, yeah. we just got a puppy, so that's nice. You know, that's yeah. uh, a quarantine puppy, so yeah. that's uh, keeping us occupied. Yeah. she's adorable. So. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the other side of it. I just got my puppy a couple months ago too, and yeah. I've always wanted kids. I've been turned off from kids by having this <laughs> puppy. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just like I realize I'm like, oh, the life I live right now. I will never be able to live if I have a child. You, I mean, and it's
2: not. The, it, you will, but it'll be it'll be when when they're twenty, r- and then and then you can go back to, to the life. Right, of, if, yeah, if, if you still want to do that, if you can yeah. still handle it, that's your opportunity.
0: So that's what I. But that's <laughs> but that's what I mean. That's what I noticed. I'm like, oh no. Even with my puppy, I'm like, I can't be out all night because i need to take care of this so, or like i have to wake up early in the morning and t- or be up late at night or yeah, like uh, not saying my dog's needy but my dog's needy <laughs> like he's got in and, and i mean my puppy has separation anxiety so it's and a little funny, bit of
2: is mary ha- we have a dog we have like a six and a half year old dog and mary's had gemma her whole life and she basically said when she first got gemma like Gemma was a really difficult dog. She had to go out like side like every hour. She would bark all the time. You know, she wouldn't be crated. She would just, you know, go through her business in the house, all this stuff, right? It was really difficult. Mary would cry sometimes. It was awful, awful, awful. But she says she uses that experience as, you know, a lesson in raising children. That's, <laughs> and she she took it as that, like at that time too, you know, because she's always wanted a family. She's always known that. So yeah. She was like, "Okay, well, this is kind of what it's going to be like if you have a kid at least in the beginning. Like, especially in the beginning, waking up every hour and that kind right. of stuff, you know."
0: No, but I I I always thought I was the one. I'm like, I'm the one who's ready for a kid, you know, like I'm the one who wants this child. And now after watching Kimmy these past few months, I'm like, she's the one who's she's ready to be the mom. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and not saying I'm not ready to be a dad, like I could do it, but I'm like if thrown into it uh, in a situation I trust her right now a hundred percent more than me. Interesting. All right. So, so to wrap this all up, cause we've been chatting for a little bit, but we always like to end it with Ryan. Do you have any questions for Mike and I? We like getting thrown on the spot. Mike, especially Mike loves get, being in the hot seat. <laughs> if you have any good questions, for Mike, what, what
2: do you got for like hobbies? Like, what do you like, what do you like to do in your, in your, let's, let's say your leisure. Besides uh, sporting. That's a good question. What, what would you like to do? Uh, I,
1: I really like football, you know, just like watching football yeah. and uh betting on football. Unfortunately, oh yeah,
2: yeah, Ooh. no, but is, I, I... Is this illegal gambling or no, it's legal, legal here. Yeah, legal. You could, yeah,
0: you can totally do it. But I hit my first five game parlay this past weekend, and I was ecstatic. Oh, which means parlay. I hit five games. You know, wow. yeah, rope them together and won a little bit of money, and that's never happened to me. Yeah. I always normally just lose money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it sounds so stupid, but yeah, I just love going deep, you know, just your, analyzing uh, stuff. Like, when I have news on in the morning, it's football news, okay. you know, and I, I think that kind of helps, like, reset my mind in the morning. So, yep. I don't like anything too serious when I'm just getting the day started. Yeah, and the
2: news is never good either, so it's...
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, just... Anyway, not in the nascar so
0: especially today's <laughs> news what,
2: what's um who's your team
1: uh the 49ers all right yeah so yeah i've been a california boy so all right yeah they're not Where'd very good from? yeah they're all hurt so um so i was born up in the bay area so uh like san jose area right. and then i grew up mostly most of my life in los angeles and then went to nice. college back up in the bay area and then went college again in san diego so i've lived all over california as far as sports goes, that's it. Everything else can take a back seat.
0: You can keep asking my questions. I know that look you're giving I don't me. Know. Your next... <laughs> you're tough. I... Yeah, you already know enough about me. I know There's you like... so
1: well. All right, Ryan, we hit someone with a philosophical question last week. Ooh. So you down for something like that? Sure. All right. So if you could go back in time and give yourself a one sentence piece of advice, at what age would you go back to and what would you... Tell yourself.
2: Oh, that's a really good question. Just one sentence. Um, uh, I, I would tell myself. Oh, this what is, age? This is deep. This is deep right here. <laughs> I would tell myself at the age of
0: 18. Sounds about right. All right.
2: I would go back to 18 RGH and I would say, I would say figure out a way to go to Berkeley. To go to Berkeley? Yeah.
1: Like School of Music in Boston?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, cause I, uh, cause I had a chance to go, kind of, but I, I wasn't encouraged to, and I, uh, I kind of, didn't think I could after that, and so I, I kind of Were encouraged to. Well, financially, mm. um, like, I got a really good scholarship, but, um, but I don't know. My parents kind of just said, that, you know, we couldn't, really, you know, afford to go there, and we couldn't really afford to go there right and it was a difficult time too like they weren't had they didn't have on-campus housing so I had to stay like you know find an apartment in Boston or something it's very expensive obviously and I wasn't gonna be working I was just gonna be in school and uh, so but you know that being said like I don't know my brother was able to figure it out you know and I just didn't have that mentality at that time Mm. and I think you know I think I should have because my musical life would have gone in a very probably very different direction Cause I was I was singing jazz I was singing uh, yeah. jazz all state as like the with the with the top guys in the state really yeah oh. and uh, and so you know to not be able to go to Berkeley was kind of like an awesome jazz school. You know? Do you
1: think your life would be different? Yeah, now hundred
2: percent. I probably wouldn't have wouldn't have tried to become a rock star. I probably would have gone down the the rock path. You know, I the probably rock, would, have, yeah. I would have probably a couple of jazz stuck with jazz and classical.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so if then was in the same situation, like what would you
2: say to him? I would just encourage him to really think about it. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll never be in a situation like that financially. Like mm. hopefully I'll be able to be like, yeah, you can go to any school you want, you know, but yeah, you know, chances are who knows. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> if, if we weren't able to, that'd be a really difficult conversation to have. I, I would, I would try to figure out, you know, I would, I would just try to figure it out with him. I try to help him figure it out. Right. You know, I would want him to do exactly what he what he really wanted to do. Mm. You know, especially if he was passionate about it. Don't
0: yeah. make me cry. <laughs> 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 no, it's true though. But like, I I really like I and I <sighs> listeners, <laughs> you, you, you don't understand when I'm saying this too. Ryan has the best voice I've ever heard, and I and don't get me wrong, like anyone I personally know, like sure, it's I'm very a, nice like of you to say look, that. I'm not saying you're you're Michael Jackson. But your voice is very different from Michael Jackson. There's very few people who can hit the different octaves, and you have such a range in your voice. And like, I'm not even like this is not under like over exaggerating. Ryan legit can hit these notes where you're like, what? Like, like you're just sitting there because like you can look at Ryan. Sense. He's not like this, this scruffy dude with long hair. You know, <laughs> you're like, there's no way, and he hits these. Beautiful tones in his voice like Uh, his voice is out of this world good Which is why I'm plugging it on I'm making an album with him, And you should check it out because he like because someone listening it could you know You could be a signed artist like it's not even that's not even like a stretch either and I'm not saying you want to be signed or something like that either, but When you have a voice like that it should be heard like I've always been like I've always had that if like if you're really good at something and it like it it strikes a chord in people. Like Mike was telling me, we were sitting here before you game, and there's some song playing on the the radio or whatever Spotify out there, and he's like, "Dude."
1: Oh yeah, as a Coed in Cambria Islands.
0: Nice. Yeah, he's like, "Dude, I love this song." He's like, "Yeah, the only reason I like it is because I heard Ryan sing it live. At, oh, oh, at Abel. Yeah, I was working the bar one yeah. time,
1: and uh, Peter it. Fogarty was out wow. here, and I remember like afterward, I was like, "Hey, what's, like, what's what, what was song that again? song?" uh islands no not is
0: it islands yeah oh man
2: that's not what i thought it was but
0: it was like mm-hmm. it was so good yeah And he's like oh i'm like i want to hear the real song of it too added
2: it to the playlist nice dude yeah
1: Yeah,
0: but that like pretty cool but that's what i mean it's like when people are so good at something they should have the opportunity to be heard at least it's like why mike and i are doing a podcast you know i like i love talking yeah right i seriously i love talking mike encouraged it I said, screw it. Let's we'll just go for it. I got a stimulus check. Boom, equipment.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm good at—just yes. encouraging. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, do it. Like, what, what, what were we are, we are you waiting when for? I was 18, bro. going. Yeah, you know, what the know. hell, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> this is your fault. You didn't go to Berkeley. I'm doing my best. <laughs> trying to make up for it.
0: All right. So, is there anything you want to plug, though? Like, I—I you, I know your word of mouth or your painting business, but like, is there somewhere? anywhere that people could find you someone listening may be like i need a room painted in my house
2: yeah uh, you can so all right my painting business is called cut and dry cut and dry and i do have a facebook page but uh it's it's not i mean it's active you can find it there but go on facebook and look me up ryan fogarty that's fogarty with an a and uh and that's my facebook account you can just you can find me there just message me there and send me a friend request yeah i don't know for painting or whatever. I mean, for music, like I don't know. Check me out. I mean, if we, if you and I, you know, we'll we have a web a soundcloud. the songs we've been working yeah. on, and you know, I've I've been writing in you know, a ton of acoustic songs, and I I kind of want to continue down that road of writing and, and recording them. So, and then uh, you know, I get the chance to play it pretty much almost whenever I want at Two Share. So that's so that's awesome. So actually, I guess if you really want to find me, just go to Two Share Brewery in yeah. manchester and i'm there all the time
0: <laughs> no, that's fair awesome. and yeah we are gonna ryan ryan gagney hall is you know we have a soundcloud page and we ha- i have a facebook oh, yeah. page it's not active right now because i want to make sure we have an album before i start <laughs> promoting everything but seriously check out ryan he's killer Mike, where, where can you find us? Where can you find the stimulus yeah, podcast? Yeah, check out
1: the stimuluspodcast.co. If you guys follow us on Apple, like leave us a review, uh, subscribe, do all those things. All those things help get the podcast out there and helps us out a lot. So,
0: yeah. And honestly, if you hear anything from this episode, another episode, whenever, comment on our facebook post comment on our instagram tweet at us we've been into twitter lately that's like our, our new big thing you should get twitter right? it's <laughs> awesome no you're not a social media guy but you should definitely get all right, twitter all
2: right i'll check it yeah
0: and i mean on that note i'm brendan
2: and i'm mike i'm rgh
0: and this is the stimulus podcast